Hey, what's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 617 of Ask Path. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Monique. But before we get to his question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is designcrowd.com, which helps entrepreneurs and small businesses outsource or crowdsource custom graphic, logo, and web design from designers around the world. They have more than 500,000 designers from over 100 different countries ready to help you with any creative and design projects you might have. Check out designcrowd.com to learn more and get started at designcrowd.com slash askpat. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com forward slash askpat for a special VIP offer just for you. So check it out. All right, now here's today's question from Monique. Hi, Pat. This is Monique from India. Uh, My question is that, you know, I'm starting an online business and uh, I'm working on an ebook. I've created a Word document of the ebook and I want to convert that into a PDF document and a good looking PDF document with, you know, great uh, background. I would like to put pictures, URL, and all other stuff that is useful to make it look beautiful and useful. Um, I'm not an expert on Word document. Uh, so I, I'm actually interested in knowing if you have any, uh, few tips and strategies, uh, of, you know, converting a word document into a great looking PDF files that can sell and that look good. Uh, I'm, I'm using a Mac and, uh, I do have a word document on Mac. So thank you so much. And I really, uh, I'm a big fan of your work. Uh, keep doing the great work. It's really inspiring. Thank you, Pat. Hey, thank you so much for the question today. Awesome that you're working on an ebook. It brings me back to, well, not not that long ago because I just finished my book uh, and I've done several ebooks in the past. But I remember when I first started out, I was really, really big on just, you know, I knew I got it. I knew I had to get the content down and I did put it all in a Word document because, you know, I was so worried for a while about what it was going to look like and how I was going to sell it, but I wasn't getting anything done. So eventually I just wrote everything down in a Word document, created the whole book, and then focused on, okay, well, how do I design this thing? How do I sell it? And it worked out really well because you're supposed to be focusing on one thing at a time. So hopefully I can help you out. Whether the book is written or not, this will be useful for you. Now, once you have that Word document, what's going to be helpful is to just, first of all, realize that you don't need to make it look beautiful just for the sake of making it look beautiful. Um, You need to make it look great by adding in graphics, adding in illustrations, pictures uh, that will enhance the content. Uh, charts and graphs when necessary, images that that are relevant, not just random. Uh, so just make sure that you keep that in mind. You don't have to add decorate add decorate. Uh, I can't even say it. Uh, you can't. You you just don't want to add decoration just to add decoration. That that's where a lot of people, especially people who design websites or who use themes, uh, that's where they kind of fall short. We're no longer in the MySpace days where you just want glittery moving things and marquees here all over the place. We are where design should enhance functionality, and uh, that should be the same with your book. So that that's the first thing. So 
uh, that should help because it'll just keep everything on the right path and make sure that you only need and should add graphics and illustrations where they are needed. Um, my biggest tip to you would be, if possible, find somebody else to do this for you. You have this great Word, Word document, and I've done this with every other ebook except for the first two that I wrote. The first one was the lead exam walkthrough, which was published at greenexamacademy.com, which was a study guide, and there were images in that too, all charts and graphs, nothing fancy, um, and that sold really well. That was probably the most generic looking ebook that I've ever come out with, but because the content was great, it sold really, really well. And that's, again, a, just a testament to, you know, you gotta make sure the content's great first. So hopefully you're working or finishing that up and making it great before you start worrying about the graphics and stuff. The second ebook I did was eBooks the Smart Way, and I recommend you all get that if you want to check it out. It's one of those uh, small, sort of twenty to thirty page PDF files that uh, I really worked hard to make look great, but it, it's not complicated. So if you check that out, go to eBooksTheSmartWay.com. You can actually download it for free, and uh, you'll get on my email list and get some good stuff coming your way that way too. And you'll see how that book is laid out. And there's a number of different ways to do it. That one is actually done in a landscape fashion with three columns. You can do two columns. You can do just a, a portrait mode. Um, what I would recommend is look at other eBooks like mine and several others out there. There's a lot of people who offer great lead magnets or eBooks for free, actually, and see what style you think fits best for you and your content and your audience. For me, a lot of people were doing these sort of portrait style or or, or re regular layouts uh, with just one page per chunk of content, you know? And I found a book in the photography space that was laid out in the landscape manner with three columns that I really liked, and I adopted that for my book. And a lot of people said they, they liked it uh, because it was just different and unique, and it worked with the kind of content that I was publishing. Find somebody to do it for you if possible. You can check out fiverr.com. You could check out Upwork.com. You can even go to your network or if you have a list of followers already, a lot of a lot of people in our followings are great graphic designers who might be able to help you too. So you can go that way and find somebody else to do it for you. So they'll take this written content that you have and design it for you. And make sure that they start with sort of a de design template or, or a layout and not just go full force and then surprise you at the end with what it looks like because you can come in with some great design suggestions and changes before all the work is done just with a, a simple template or blueprint of what that thing's gonna actually look like. And so make those decisions first before you then let that person go buck wild with putting the whole thing into that format. You could... If you are up to the challenge, use Word and actually place images. And uh, it's a little bit easier on Pages for Mac. I did a book on Pages for Mac. That's where eBooks the Smart Way was done because Apple stuff is more design oriented. And so it's a little bit easier to work with as opposed to Word. Even though you have Word on your Mac, uh, Word is, is still sort of a, a Microsoft um, program. So you're going to have a, a harder time designing and putting images in and making all the pages lay out the way they're, that they're supposed to. Uh, but one of my best friends is a page break. And that's, I say that because that helps me determine, you know, what content stays on one page. This is for both pages for Mac or uh, Word. You can use a page break and that helps determine, okay, where the cutoff is before the next page starts. And then you can kind of work things around. And what I like about pages is when you drag an image in, everything else moves around it. And it just, again, is very friendly in that way. 
but if possible, like I said earlier, you, you'd want to hire somebody else to do it for you so you don't have to worry about it. But if you cannot do that, if you're bootstrapping, try your best. Don't worry about being perfect. Just make it look decent. That's all you need to do. And if it's not perfect at, at, at the beginning, you can always make changes later. But you know, you got great content. You got to get it out there and put it into people's hands. And think about this. The more illustrations, the more graphics you put in, which hopefully you'll do at a low, um, bless you, Kai. Wow, she's very sneezy today. If you heard the last episode, she sneezed uh, a couple times too. Uh, but I'm batch recording these, which is why this is happening. Uh, but she's just reading a book. Uh, so where was I going? Oh, make the graphics that you embed into your book uh, as small file size as you can. And that way the PDF file doesn't become this huge file that people have to download. That's a struggle that I had that, again, other people who do this, they know how to crunch those numbers and make them make the pictures look great without it actually taking up too much space. So I remember one time I wrote an ebook and it was almost 100 megabytes because of all the images I was using. And I eventually ended up giving that ebook to somebody else to do, and they were able to convert that into something that was below 10 megabytes. And you want these PDF files to be easily downloadable, easily consumable. Uh, printable perhaps if if that's makes sense for your content if there are worksheets and exercises that people can take make them printable don't put too much color on those specific pages because people mostly have black and white printers and yeah those are some things to keep in mind Monique but um, I recommend like I said if possible find somebody else to do that for you thank you so much for your question I appreciate it and we're going to send an Ask Pat t-shirt all the way to India for you and uh, man I definitely want to visit India one day that would be that would be awesome because I know I have a lot of fans there and uh, it would be fun so one of these days maybe when the kids are older I could take them along too and, and my wife but anyway thank you again so much for the question I appreciate it and for anybody else out there who has a question if you would like to have it potentially featured here on the show just head on over to askpat.com you can ask right there on that page and uh, i also want to thank again designcrowd.com which helps entrepreneurs and small businesses crowdsource your custom graphics logos web designs uh, and it comes from designers from all around the world again over a half million designers from over 100 countries who are there ready and willing to help you with any creative and design projects you might have so check it out for a special VIP offer, go to designcrowd.com slash askpat. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com forward slash askpat. Thank you so much for listening in. I appreciate it, and I look forward to serving you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, here is a quote to finish off this episode from John Romero. He said, in marketing, I've seen only one strategy that can't miss, and that is to market to your best customers first, your best prospects second and the rest of the world last. Your best customers first, your best prospects, and then the rest of the world. Cheers, take care. I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.